0: hello everyone and welcome to the one point safety show with scouse andy and scott this is a washington commanders and nfl podcast with a twist we'll give you weekly updates on the trials and tribulations of the commanders and have special guests along the way anyway that's enough ramble for now on with the pod Hello, everyone, and welcome to the One Point Safety Show with me, Scott Hartley and Scouse. If you're watching this on YouTube, I can apologise for the first minute of this because we have just decided to press go live and we're not too sure on the settings. So if you are um, watching this on YouTube, thank you for watching. Um, please stay with us. We'll, we'll get there us a in the comment. end. If Send help, us what a comment. Like, and, yeah, 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 we'll you. see what it, see what it look, looks like. Um, so welcome back, Scouse. It's nice to uh, to see you. You've been on IR for a few weeks yeah, uh, happy happy wrong. new year to you as well it's too, not too late to say that i hope but um yeah bit of a bit of a strange few week a uh, few weeks going on in commanders land uh, yeah, as we be. are and um yeah what we'll do is we will we'll review the uh, final game of the season then we'll get straight into the news after that so final game of the season scouts 38 10 to dallas um giving us a 4 and 13 record overall for the season clearly not the record that we all thought going into the season um, but yeah, not a great start. I'll give you the stats while we're here. So Sam Howell, 19 of 27, 153 yards, uh, one touchdown, two interceptions. B-Rob, 9 for 25 rushing, 3 for 10 in passing and one TD. But he also had a fumble. Um, Terry got 6 for 56. Uh, Quan Martin got one interception. A blocked field goal from uh, Whitaker with a 51-yard return. Uh, And that drops us with the second overall pick, Scouse. uh, And Dallas wins the division, which, again, the division has not had a back-to-back winner since Philly in 2004, so 20 years almost. Um, So, yeah, interesting. What were your thoughts on the game, mate?
1: Uh, I mean, I didn't expect us to do well. Um, I thought we'd keep it reasonably close for the first quarter and a half-quarter, something like that, which we did. To be fair, um, we weren't getting blown out at that point, um. You know, some guys made some plays, um, like you mentioned the blocked field goal, which is the, probably the first time I've seen us do that in probably five years. I mean, you know, that's how long ago probably was that we last time we blocked a field goal, um. So there was there were definitely some positives to it, but again, you know, end of the day, when you when you're playing third stringers, fourth, fifth stringers against Dallas's first team, who are after a win because the athletes for the title. Uh, for the divisional title, you know, we were never we were never gonna win that game. <laughs> Even if he, yeah. there, there wasn't one of those we and the wonderfuls, oh, it just happened this time. No, 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 no. We were gonna get batted.
0: And you no, know, he handed it to us near the end. So fair enough. Yep, totally agree with you. I mean, we and I now went into this with absolutely no hope of winning the game whatsoever. So I, I, I kind of just went, oh okay. And I think by the time it got to the fourth quarter I was pretty much watching red zone, if I'm being honest. Um Not really. Not really interested. It was more interested in um, in looking at the other scores, uh, scores around. Saints obviously did us a favour and got us there with that second overall pick because the snow game for New York and New England was awful. Um, That was a real awful watch. Uh, Didn't like being in that late window because obviously it's a late night for all of us in the UK. And for those around Europe um, and anyone else watching around the world, but um, yeah, they don't like them late kickoffs and being flexed into that position. So think on NFL for next year. Thank you for that. Anyway, we've got to get on to it. It is as expected. Um, Black Monday came um, with the firings of a lot of the NFL head coaches and we were no exception uh, um, Yeah, they don't like them late kickoffs and being (laughs) flexed into that position. So think on and I don't know what's happening there, why we've got some sudden um, background feedback. But yeah, Um, so yeah, it it, it happened. Ron Rivera got fired, um, as expected. Mm. I I thought they did a good job of it. I mean, I really, you know, in a a nice enough way, uh, Ron obviously... We'll get into it. But Ron, um, you know, he had a statement out saying thank you, basically. Um, he leaves with the best wishes. I did like the social media post saying, like, thank you, coach. And um Josh Harris, obviously, did his own press conference as well, which we'll get into. And I thought the statement was pretty well written as well, that, you know, they mutually parted ways, which is what we expected to happen. Um, What were your thoughts overall around the firing then, Scouse? Well, the writing was on the
1: wall probably halfway mm-hmm. through the season, to be fair. Um, so I wasn't I wasn't um, shocked by it. Um, it was expected. Um, the only thing that kind of shocked me really was actually seeing the two Marty's are still around at the moment. I thought they would have left with one at the same time. Um, but fair enough. You know, if, if that's what um Harris wants to do for now, then it is what it is. Um, but yeah, fortunately, Ron had to go. Um, I. You have to give the guy, you know, his flowers. Um, Josh also wanted to look like he he was a good owner to work for, so he did it mm-hmm. in, a, in a respectful manner, um, rather than you know what Atlanta did, for example. You know, they fired yeah. their guy at one minute past midnight on Monday. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> so you see how kind of like how how you can do it badly and how you can do it professionally. You know, and I think you no, know, Harris just showed that professional side. Um, so I no fair enough. I mean, I, the best way of going about it, you needed to go. It is what it is, mate. It is what yeah, it is. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, like we've said in many an episode, uh, you know, at the time, Ron was the right man for the right challenge. You know, he was there to build the culture, to talk about change a culture that off the field was damaging the on the field product. You know, that's plain and simple. That is exactly how it is. No free agent signings wanted to come here. It's very difficult for them to you know, attract the best talent in the NFL. I still think that hanging over that was hanging over our head with Dan. And I think that'll change. Ultimately he's gone through two name changes. He's gone through a personal battle with cancer. Um, Obviously, we can't let that cloud the judgment of what was on the field, but fair play to him for stepping up and saying, you know what, I'm not going to miss a training session. I'm going to be here. I'm going to lead by example. And Ron is a leader of men. He is is a skilled, you know, he is a player's coach and the players love him, you know, And, and and I've never heard a bad word from a player saying, you know, Ron is... You know, Ronnie's is that yes, you're going to get a few disgruntled players here and there if they're played out of position or they've come over as a big free agent and they've got an ego themselves. But look at them players who do make noise; they fade into the background and never seen again. Yeah, never. You know what I mean? Look at um, what was the cornerback that we signed for in free agent who was really heavily thought of? I can't even remember his name. Um, oh, William we, Jackson. William yeah, Jackson. William Jackson. He went well. He went to the Steelers. Never heard of again. Go oh, on. he didn't do
1: anything. I mean, he didn't even get in their team. He, he faked an injury for him and then put him, put him on IR and then he got rid of him after the season. Exactly. So he doesn't any compensation.
0: Correct. Was, so you know,
1: smart from them, but that shows how bad this guy is. I mean, I mean, at the time we thought, oh yeah, what a great signing, but actually, Ron doing wrong things. Yeah. Square peg round hole. And that's exactly what he was. You know, A, a, know. a man corner. A man corner and you play in zone. Well, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Um and you know there, there was jokes about William Jackson even before he actually um before he signed for us saying he can't even read. <laughs> so there's jokes about him saying that and because I would say that pretending he was like you no know, he was dumb, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like why are you trying to make this guy trying to learn a whole new system that he's never played in his life? Normally he played like dog.
0: There was a lot of mistakes, but, um, and, and a lot of football decisions that were made. I just think that GM centric approach of having the coach focused on everything didn't work. But I think at the time there wasn't, you know, I want people queuing around the block to come to this organisation. And that's what we have to remember. Dan Snyder was still in charge of this organization at the time. And ultimately he's here and he's been the head coach when Dan's gone, you know, I mean, think
1: about it. We had to, we had to get Joe Gibbs to beg one to come here. That's how True. bad it actually was. Joe Gibbs was there, wasn't he at the start when he was getting interviewed by Dan, yep. basically begging yep. and telling him how good Washington was, you know, when it, in his time and all the rest of it and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you can make a difference here and, you know, trying to bull him up to show you that you take the job in the first place. Um, no, we 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 think as fans that our, our team's the best, and, and no, the dogs
0: bollocks, and it just isn't. No, end of the day, it's it's been shite for twenty five years. I mean, look, no, he's had no. to deal with a lot of stuff here. I mean, oh, the DEA raiding his, raiding the facility. How many head coaches could handle what he's gone through? Being honest,
1: not many real head coaches could do that. If you give me, for example, right, we're we're probably going to get Ben Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's my number one target. I like him. I think he's a great offensive mind. I want him. In, I want him here now. Imagine putting him in the same situation Ron was when he first started. When he first started oh. with us, he wouldn't have the experience. He would have faltered in a big, big way. Now I know, you know the team itself faltered. You know, say it, 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 it was it was literally mid. That's basically what we were. We were mid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I get it. I get I get why fans are frustrated. We want to win, but the thing is, what you've got to realize is what was Ron's actual remit. What was his remit to, as head coach? We expect the head coach to come in, change it around, put their stamp on it, win some games, playoffs, all the rest of it, right? Hopefully go to Super Bowl, all the rest, yeah. Now, what happens if Ron's remit from Dan Snyder was, I don't want you to win. I want you just to sort this shit out. Make me look good in the media. And just coach, just kind of manage... All the little fires that are basically going to be coming out of here, out of here. And that's exactly what he had to do. He, as, he, as Ron mentioned himself, he was a manager for three and a half years.
0: Yeah, that's why his comments yeah, blew up. I and I, I, I didn't think his comments were actually that bad when he said, I've only coached no. for five games. Yeah, because and really. I'm thinking, well, yeah, realistically, really, that is true. He was fighting
1: fires all the time mm-hmm. with the media. That's all he had to do. That's what he was dealing with all the time. Like, you think every time he got um, a. What do you call it? Like a press conference with the media. It was always Dan Snyder this, Dan Snyder that, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. He's got to fight that shit. And don't forget, he wasn't even here when this that shit happened. You know, so, so think about the shit that he's had to deal with, all this. And that, that that's why he is. He, that's why he sounded like a politician near the end. You and know, two name I mean? changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two name changes. As you mentioned himself, his own personal battle with cancer. Mm-hmm. I do think, I do think that having cancer the first year actually made it actually worse for Ron and I don't mean by his, his health I mean actually the expectations from the fans because what he, he said that you know it's going to take three four years to rebuild this squad right and first year what happens he, he, he gets the horrible see and then what happens yeah. then if the players go I'm going to put it for my coach and, and everyone play that they're like 110% of their actual of their capabilities if that makes sense for the whole season because we're going to play for coach you know what I mean mm-hmm. and what happened we got to the playoffs Okay, yeah. horrible season, as in like seven and nine, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We still made the playoffs. And that them thinking, well, actually, our team isn't as bad as Ron says. We think we're gonna go and do all this shit. And and it wasn't the team was shite from day one, and we just thought it was better than it was. And and that's the thing with 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 with, uh, with Ron. I don't think his remit was to actually win. I, I think his remit was steady the ship, make Dan look good if possible, which is pretty n- near if impossible. And then transition for the new the new ownership, but make sure that we're in a good place for when the new ownership comes in. Now, you look at the new ownership comes in now. Look what we've got. We've got the 90 million, we've got number two overall pick, we've got all these other things. So you wonder why he's actually tanked. And we know he tanked. We know he we knew he tanked. You I know, don't believe, really, I don't really believe I that. believe in that, I believe in that because let's face it, right? Why would he give a shit about players that aren't going to be here next year, especially when he's not going to be here? So putting in the, uh, that 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 guy, you mentioned that Whittaker, guy.
0: yeah, Whitaker. Yeah. You know,
1: did a great thing. That might get him a job somewhere else. But the yeah. thing is, but the thing is, he didn't give a shit about playing him. He's like, well, yeah, you know, see what you've got. I don't really care. We're gonna lose anyway. And and that's why after guys win an IR for the last two or three games, you notice that where they probably I understand, could have yeah. played, but the didn't play. You know, um, John Allen with a fake injury as well because he didn't want to get hurt because he's got no guaranteed money for next year. See, I mean, stuff like this. So, you know, so Ron was like, I don't give a
0: shit. I don't know about that, John Allen. I don't know about that, John Allen. He's been pushing through injuries for quite a long time, John Allen. But we'll get to John Allen in a little while. But let's look at... let's. but, we're we're at, trying let's... Say, but, but I'm, I'm trying to say about what Ron's thing is, mm-hmm. I think his dream it wasn't anyone, anything to do with winning. I really don't. No, and I think he's a good delegator... Um, and he and he and he relies heavily on his coaches. So if you're an offensive coordinator or an assistant head coach, that's your job. If you're a defensive coordinator who's got head coaching experience in the past, that is your job. I should rely on you to do that job. And he preached it enough with the players. I mean, yeah, there's mistakes that we can look at. We can look at, I'm the effing guy. I read the analytics. I wanted Carson Wentz in. I mean, that that Chicago game when we, we with the Carson Wentz situation, or sorry, the Cleveland game with the Carson Wentz situation was a disaster. Overpaying for Carson Wentz, disaster, especially when Taylor Heineke ended up being the starter for most of the season. There's lots and lots of moves like that where you can look at. There's the obliteration of not, um, you know, of not, Getting a linebacker or spotting a linebacker when you're on the eighty-five Bears as a linebacker, and you're oh, yeah. and you and I your mean, defensive coordinator go. played as a, played as a linebacker. Bizarre offensive line, lots of help needed. I mean, could you say that yes, these players that he brought in were ex all pros and pro bowlers? No, yeah. <laughs> they, they were, well, but they were, but they they were absolutely horrible for us. I mean, if we look at Ron's record. Um, obviously, 2020, 7 and 9, 20, 7 and 10, 2022, 20, 8 and 8. And then obviously this year, 4 and 13. But his overall record in Washington is 26 and 40. And his overall coaching record was 102 wins and 103 losses. He is the definition of mid.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's that mid. is it.
0: You know, he is absolutely the definition. I and mean,
1: we've known that for most of his career. I mean, even at Carolina. I mean, he had one, oh, one breakout one good season. season. Yeah. And besides that, he was mid. Yeah. Not, and and that's what you have to expect. But I say, but he kept. It, he kept the team. He kept. He kept it from blowing up. Even yeah, more. Yeah, I agree. Did. And I think that's what you've got to thank Ron for more than his his on field game because I do think that his head was probably already mashed. And that's the reason why he did some really, really poor decisions on the field. Um, because he wasn't really coaching. He wasn't really, didn't really know who's what, who's the best player, blah, blah, blah. Because he, he just didn't have the time. He was too busy getting pestered by Every single media outlet
0: about Dan. So But you look at you look back at the Pro Bowl video when Jeremy Reeves got Pro Bowl, when Tressway got Pro Bowl, when Terry came in, when Jonathan came in, and you look at the way they're talking to him and the way that they react with him. That's the coach that we know. That's the guy that is that player's player's coach. I wish him well in the future. I'm not here to lick, lick Ron Rivera's ass. Some fans out there and some people who are listening to this pod are probably thinking or watching it live are thinking. What are you talking about? Talking you know, you've given yeah, him—you've given him far too much, too much credit, uh, yeah, yeah. credit there. But I'm yeah, but actually, you're right, Scouse. He's—he's he's had to manage so much off the field shit that suddenly it's like, well, actually, yeah, I'm not going to be concentrating on the field because, you know, I've got delegated coordinators. But ultimately, the buck stops with him, and that's where it had to yeah, go. Yeah, I
1: mean, don't get me wrong—he's he's, don't get me wrong—he's definitely not perfect.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, I
1: mean, I mean, you, know, you can go through his drafting every year. Oh, yeah. You can go through all of it. Horrible. You know, one or two guys, Max, um, free agent signings, god awful. Terrible. Well. Yeah. Um, even his expensive signings, god awful. I mean, you know, he, he, there's definitely a lot. Uh, there's a lot to be desired about Ron as well. But yeah, you've got to give him. You've got to give him his props um, and his flowers for what he had, to, he had to deal with. Four years of pure shit. Let's face it, of all. hundred percent. You know, and fair enough to him. I mean, yeah, he got paid well for it. But again, he doesn't need the money. If you think
0: about it, he didn't need the money before he even came here. No, not really. No, but you, a, the, you walk, you walk away days. with 40, <laughs> you walk away with forty million and, and and a settlement of probably five for next year. Happy yeah. days. Do you know what I mean? It's what it's one yeah, of them. Come on, definitely. Man, definitely. Um, so, I mean, Josh Harris had a press conference on Monday. He's he explained to the media that he was going to be swift and thorough. Um, about, you know, looking for the next general manager and obviously looking for the next um, head coach as well. And obviously that was, you know, one of them, one of the questions that we got in. Um, I think it was from uh, Richard Cameron saying, on a scale of one to 10, what did you rate Josh Harris at at the moment? I mean, at the moment we'll get into Josh Harris and maybe we'll answer that question a little bit later on. Um, Swift moves from Josh Harris immediately. I mean, he brought in, Golden State Warriors GM uh, Bob Myers, um, who obviously isn't with the Golden State Warriors at the moment, but um, he's came in as a consultancy advisor, and he's also brought in former Vikings GM Rick Spielman, um, and he's heading he is heading up a uh, team with uh, Mitch Rails, Josh um, himself, and Magic Johnson. They're heading up a team to find the new GM. And they're calling it the head of football operations. I mean, the, the title is just, just call them the GM. You know what I mean? Come on, let's be honest. So they're gonna look, they're they're gonna look for the GM, and all likely it looks like the GM or head of football operations, whichever it's gonna be. Um, they will pick the next coach. Um, the GM candidates will go through them then. So we have Adam Peters, who is assistant general manager at the 49ers. He's the uh, high candidate that everybody wants to get hold of and everybody wants to interview. Obviously got connections to um, people who are in the commander's building. So Martin Mayhew got connections with the 49ers. Uh, Bears GM, AGM sorry, Assistant General Manager Ian Cunningham. Eagles Assistant GM, GM uh, Alex Hallaby. Chiefs Assistant GM, Mike Borgonzi. And uh, Browns Assistant GM, Glenn Cook. They were all the people who have been interviewed, and as of today, uh, the news broke earlier from uh, Ian Rappaport and uh, Nikki Jabala that it's been narrowed down to two candidates. Uh, the first round of obviously interviews have took place in Josh Harris's Miami home. Not bad if you can yeah, get up seen,
1: there. You see a picture of his house? Unreal, man. It's just like. Yeah. That's the kind of house I want to be living in. <laughs>
0: that's, how, that's how billionaires roll, mate. That's how they roll. You're not wrong, man. You, know, not I'll wrong. Take you I'll take you to the best places. I'll take you to this. Come and um, we'll, we'll talk about Oh, yeah. Miami. Definitely wine and dine. Oh, well. yeah. You know. Suave over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. But there, Nicky Jovanus said today that basically it's now narrowed down to two. It's between Adam Peters of the 49ers and Ian Cunningham of the Bears. Uh, but they've both, uh, they've both turned down further interviews with other teams. So Ian Cunningham's turned down interviews with the Panthers, with the Raiders and with the Falcons. Uh, and Adam Peters has turned down the Chargers, the Falcons, the Seahawks and the Raiders. Wow. So what does that tell you
1: to me? I mean, that's, that's, that tells you that we are a highly sought after team at the moment for these new GMs, you know, they've got, you can turn this roster over fast because the contracts won't limit them. They've got money. Okay, not loads, but they've got money. You can, and I would say you can finesse the cap as well if they've got a good capologist. In the, and I'm sure they will probably hire one of those after the GM gets hired. I'm sure they'll probably hire their own dude. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, um, I'm shocked about the Seattle one though that uh, um, that he didn't go. For, he didn't go for into for Seattle. Um, was that Peters? Wasn't it Peters? That one. Yeah, Peters. Yeah. Yeah. So because obviously in division against the Niners, you might want to kind of give it to them, do you know what I mean? But, as in, whack. But, um, but obviously, he said no to them as well. So I'm, re- I'm really, really shocked. Um, what, I'm, what I'm not shocked about, have you seen the... Um, you mentioned the teams there that Cunningham had offers for.
0: Yeah. I mean, would you work for any of those owners? Uh, not for the Falcons owner, not when you're getting fired at one minute past 12. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, he, <laughs> and he's no. the better one out of three.
1: He's the better yeah. one out of three. I mean, you look at Mark Davis at the Raiders. Wow, crazy! Oh, thank you mean, yeah, 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 pure yeah, crazy, dude. And 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 don't, forget, don't start me on Tepper. I mean, <laughs> I
0: know, I know. <laughs> no, he not, not, you every time he can, you know. So, um, three hundred thousand dollar fine for throwing a drink at a Jags fan. I mean, and he did intentionally mean that. I'd as be well. like,
1: I'd be like, I better be getting half of that cash, mate. If it'll be the guy being swilled you know what I mean I know what you're saying <laughs> I don't want to so, half
0: that, bro. so Richard Cameron part of his question that he sent into a saying, was saying on a scale of 1 to 10 how do you rate Josh Harris this week what's been your thoughts on him
1: I think for me he's the 9 the 9 out of 10 um, the only thing that could have been better would have been as mentioned before when he got rid of Ron he should have got rid of the two Martys at the same time personally that's the okay. only thing I could say no, that could have been that, that would have made him a 10 for me if they did that at the same time. Just just clear that was got rid straight away. Um, I understand why they kept them, but but yeah, they got for for, the, for this GM hire, very fast. You're allowed to speak to these guys on the eighth. He had five interviews, or it was three interviews on the day after. Yeah. Then he's whittled it down already to two dudes already in two or three days. I mean, that's that's pace and that's the pace you'd need to be going at if you want to be actually getting these guys anyway to be fair, because as you say, four or five teams are going to be after these dudes that we're after. And I'm just really, really impressed about that they actually want to come here and they want to fight it out and do a second interview because that's what they're going to be doing. But now instead of, with all the owners, aren't they? They're going to do that, aren't they? With the um, Mitchell rails and...
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. This
1: this part of this... Magic so and all the rest of it, you know? Yeah, so. and it,
0: Bob, Bob Myers there, Rick Spellman's in as well. So they've got ties as well with Adam Peters. That's why I think it's going to be Adam Peters because this all goes back to 49 days. I think Rick Spielman's very close friends with him. So this is all set up for that. I mean, for me, <clears throat> how do I rate Josh Harris this week? I give him a seven right now, purely because of the decision... Yeah, because the decision hasn't been made yet. The pace of it, everything's on track. I like what he's doing. I think it's fantastic that he's, that he's doing everything, but he needs to nail his man now. And if he nails his man and he gets that right... That's, that's going to be, that'll bump up to a 10 for me because everything needs to be through this GM. Problem we have got is there is the experience side, which again, I'm sure we'll get onto um, and we have a question on that as well. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that because they've been assistant GMs for a long time. Maybe Adam Peters looks at this and says, do you know what? I'm not going to get with in front of John Lynch in San Francisco. He's going to hang around for another couple of years so I've got to try and make this my own. I mean, you're very high on Ian Cunningham, aren't you? And I mean, we'll get to another question that we've got in from, a, uh, from X, and it's Scott G. So uh, Scott G's asked us, as he said, uh, discussion. He said, um, to Peters, he said, Peters versus Cunningham, how excited are you um, on the st- on having, you know, one step closer to having a legitimate organisation? Yeah, man, I mean, I,
1: I, I am very excited with this. Uh, you know, I've been, as you mentioned, I've been high on Cunningham, you know, yeah. probably, for about you know a couple of months at least, two three months now, uh, when he first started thinking about GMs, Ian Cunningham was one of the guys that stood out how well he was doing, and, and also his background. Uh, and it's like, not
0: it's not the Bears either that you need to think about with Ian Cunningham. It's no, the stuff he, he done
1: previously. And the and all the rest of them. You know, he's been, he's been with three different teams, so and he's done well in each place he's gone. And I've actually liked what he's doing at the the Bears. Now again, he's an assistant GM, so he hasn't got the final say. But he's got obviously is, got a is lot. It, of is it po- is it
0: Polion or someone like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that? Like yeah. That, yeah, 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 something like that.
1: But um, but yeah, man. I mean, I'm really excited because let's face it, Cunningham was my number one, and to be fair, Peters. I mean, he was right up there as well. I mean, to be fair, they, they probably were my top two. I'm, and you know obviously they've they like what they've heard, they think they're going to yeah. be the real deal between these two. I mean, why not? Why not hire them both? <laughs> i don't think I, I like that but i don't think one would but take P is, that piers could uh,
0: be the overall head of football ops then you could actually have cunningham as actual gm you could do but then are they going to actually work together or is it just a wow. pay bump and they're happy or you don't know i think you need any one person running the ship then you get as you said your capologist. you've got eugene shen your analytics guy And you've got the rest of it falls into place. And then ultimately, they're choosing this head coach who's going to choose his or his own staff. We'll get on to the head coach then. So there's seven candidates so far for the head coaching position. There is Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, the hot ticket in town. Everybody wants him. I also think the young offensive mind, I like what he's done with Jared Goff. Um, I like what he's done. Um, With his play calling, with his scheme, oh, it's fantastic! Look, look at what they've done with R. Saint Brown, who was pretty hopeless to start off with in his first year, and and then even partway through second year, he is legit. And then you look at others that they've got there. They've got Gibbs, who's a fantastic find at running back. And I just think to myself, do you know that him and Montgomery have both have run over a thousand yards this year? Yep, unreal, unreal,
1: unbelievable. And then you've got over 40 touchdowns as well between the team. And Ross St. Brown's go with 1,500 yards receiving. Crazy.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And,
1: and and then look at the tight end. Lepore's got 10 touchdowns. He's
0: so good as well, him. He's, and he's so good. He, know, he was
1: like, yeah, he's got talent. But the difference is, he you know, Johnson knows how to coach these guys properly and get them it's in the right positions to win. And that's the reason why I, I want him here. I, I, he's my number one for head coach.
0: Really is. So he's the got, other, he's the got other the one go with it. The other one on the lines is Aaron Glenn from the defensive side as well, who, yeah, why not? They're a great, they're a good organization. You're on the up. Why not interview them both? What I like about this list that we're going to go through, Scouts, is they have not just gone, oh, we need an offensive young mind. He's gone through everybody that is potentially available to look at, and names will maybe added to this list, but he's looking at this and saying, You've done something at your organization. OK, we'll take a look at you. You don't have to be from the offensive side. You can be from the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, we'll go for him. So we've got Ravens defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald. I mean, look at what he's done with that defense over there with Hamilton, with the safeties who are there, with the the, the cornerbacks are unbelievable. Ravens have got a fantastic defense over there. and He's probably the second highest candidate in the offseason. You've got assistant head coach at the Ravens as well, um, Anthony Weaver. Texans OC Bobby Slowick, who used to be here in town many moons ago. You're on the not defense, so, yeah, on the he, defense, the defense was he was a defense. Yeah, you're not so high on Bobby Slowick. Obviously, you think he needs a little bit more time. And this hey, is Slowick. Yeah, I like, yeah, like Slowick. Mean, I was mentioning coaching, him coaching Carousel too
1: soon. Yeah. I think. I mean, was I was, I was that. At, I was, I was hoping for him last year, but yeah, as was. obviously not as not as head coach. I just I just think he needs a bit more seasoning, shall we call it. He's only had one good year as an offensive yeah. coordinator. Let's give him a bit more. Let's see if he can do it two, three years, and then if he keeps continuing to do well, go with it, oh. and then yeah, he'll be ready for a head coaching job at that point. I just think it's a little early for him, but yeah. We've, great, got, we've, got, great we've, got,
0: mind. we've got Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, who's obviously been a previous head coach with the... the uh... What a, what an awesome defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. To, Fantastic. You know, but head coach, he didn't really do it in Atlanta. Yeah, he was great at Atlanta. He wasn't great special by Special
1: circumstances. Don't mm-hmm. we'll forget, though, as well. I mean, with it, with experience, you know, with, with time and experience, I think he'd be a brilliant head coach This, this nowadays. Um And do you, you know that he's the highest paid defensive coordinator in the NFL? I I'm
0: talking by, no. a mile,
1: by a mile as well. Jerry loves the guy. <laughs> Jerry doesn't want to go. That's the reason why he didn't go last year, Um, because he paid him something like, buddy, 18 million or something stupid like that for Defense money, but Jerry loves it. Um, so you know, yeah, man. I mean, where I could see Dan Quinn going is Seattle. I could
0: yeah. see right. he'll go Seattle. back to see, he'll go back to Seattle, won't he? Because that's where he was with yeah. Pete Carroll, so yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes complete sense. Yeah, um, I think you got I think you go back there personally. Um but... and then the and then the last one on the list is Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris, who also used to be on our staff many moons ago. So again, yeah. Raheem Morris has done it before with the um the Bucks, been a head coach there. Didn't really work out for him there. Um I'm not sure if he'll be the answer. So out of that, out of that candidates, I mean it's Ben Johnson and Mike McDonald. For me, they're the top two. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, you know, you haven't even mentioned Harbaugh.
1: Wow. Is it real? He's not on the list, but you don't need to put him on the list because he's not on the NFL. So he could be be on the owner's list. That makes Mm. sense. Um, It just depends on what he would want, as in, would he want full ownership of the team? Like a bit like Ron. If he does, forget about him. If he doesn't, then, you know, he just wants to be a head coach. Maybe he could be the guy. Um, but personally, for me, I want I want a young offensive mind. That's what I want because that's where the NFL is going. It's going to superstar offenses, glitz and glamour. You know, all these big plays, and you you know what I mean. And and Ben Johnson can do that for you. He can get production, and that's what you need. So, for me, he's the guy. He's
0: really the guy. Unless he really messes up the interview, he should be. He should be the guy we hire. So, talking about head coaching opportunities, there's lots of head coaching opportunities and openings, and there's been two over the last couple of days. I mean, we've got the Chargers, the Commanders, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Raiders, the Seahawks, the Titans, and the Patriots. So, I mean, on that, I'm ranked, not because I'm looking through burgundy gold spectacles, but... Genuinely, I think we are the best opportunity. I mean, we can break them down. If you look at the Chargers, the Chargers are the second best team in town. Even the first best team in town, which is the Rams, they're not really well liked. The biggest mistake the Chargers ever made was leaving San Diego. Stupid, absolutely stupid. So they're not going anywhere. They're just the poor tenant in that stadium. All about the
1: money, man. All about the money. And if they make, if- they make it more corn now than
0: you ever have. So. You know, and they got a really excellent stadium, which they do have. So, and they've got they have a quarterback, but they have a very poor cap space situation there as well. So, if you're a GM or a head coach, you're you're bargaining on Justin Herbert being the guy, um, and hoping that you know you, you, he's going to solidify himself. And you're right?
1: probably going to lose Emlen <laughs> as well because he yeah. didn't want to be there last year, um, and they made them stay. I think they tagged them, I think. So I think um, so they made them stay. Um, I'm who's the, guy, the, wide, who's the
0: wide receiver that's always injured? Is it Williams?
1: Yeah, there's um, there's Williams. Yeah, um, and the uh, oh, guy's injured all the time. Keenan and Allen as well. Keenan and Allen,
0: yeah. Again, chef, yeah. two excellent receivers, but just injury prone. You never, know, never ever fit. Yeah, man. Falcons, um, basket case really. Arthur Arthur Blank, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, not. I mean, that is just. If you're going there as a head coach, your your, your ass is on the seat immediately. Um, you have no yeah, I mean, quarterback. They,
1: they've got some good pieces though. If you're looking at the team itself, and you think, hmm, Jesse they get Bates. themselves a quarterback. They get themselves a quarterback, a real quarterback. Not not the keys Not Ritter. Ritter's, yeah, he's just not it. So, and I used to like Ritter, but he's just gone. He's just got worse personally. Yeah. Um, so, I think he's he's done. I think if the, there are eight in the draft, I oh, could see okay. them being a the potential. Going up going up the buzz, may, may even come up maybe even to
0: us if if the yeah. deal's good enough um to get one of the quarterbacks. And then the next one after that is the is the Panthers. I mean, we weren't even going to discuss that. We've already talked about David Tepper. They are the worst. What,
1: they are going to be the Washington
0: of the next 25 years. That's what they're going I, to be. I, I honestly think so. I mean, Bryce Young looks absolutely abysmal. Yeah. Um, and I, and I just think to myself, what have you done here to trade away the farm to get this guy who is just awful? And I mean, we I thought Samuel, somehow...
1: man, because C.D. Straub was by far, I mean, for me, he was by far uh, the better quarterback. I now, agree. Not hindsight's 2020, oh, you've got a great year. Yeah, no, he had all the intangibles, and he's also got the height. I mean, that all that makes a big difference as a quarterback. If you have to see over your line, you know, if you can't see over your line, it, you've got to be like a, a Carla Murray. A, a Wilson, where you've got to run around a lot and just try and find little mini angles and all this crap in between the big guys, it's a lot harder to do that and play that way, co- like consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for me, you know, um, Bryce Young with his big massive heels on when he was, <laughs> when he was at the yeah. top, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, I'm 6'1 me, yeah, yeah, sure you are, bro. You know, so I mean, yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, if they've going up like he did and spent all that capital, you had to go for CD Stroud, forget. Forget Bryce Young, man. But anyway,
0: it's just, that's just yeah. poor ownership. Sounds like a Dan Snyder pick. You know, it really does. Uh and, and and then you've got off the field issues going on there as well with David that's Tepper, a, which is just that's crazy. What I mean. the, guy, the
1: guy's crazy. This guy is like yeah. a, he's the new Dan Snyder. He really is. The guy's yeah. a fool. You know, he's gonna ruin that he's gonna ruin that franchise for the next twenty to twenty-five years.
0: Raiders. Not really, Again, a good they got place a to go yeah, Mark Davis. but they're, they're, they're at 11, and I think they could trade up t- to one. You know, I really think that's something they could do if they want to throw everything. I'm talking for the next four years, three years, yeah, but you know, you, you know what they'll do though, because they'll do a Raiders, they'll go, Oh, yeah, we'll trade up to one and take Jaden Daniels, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Penix. I'll probably, they will probably then probably take a DM or something, <laughs> yeah,
1: look yeah. at that, kind of... Clean and foul,
0: foul. Yeah, clean and foul. There's loads. Four years le- cool le- le- leatherwood. I mean, there's there's so <laughs>
1: many. These guys weren't first round. There's no picking him in the top ten. It's like, mate, what are you doing, Mayok? What are you
0: doing? It only didn't last long. I mean, out of this list, there's obviously there's the Patriots today, which is you know Bill Belichick leaving the Patriots. It, it, it's clearly gonna gonna Washington. He's always gonna go. Oh yeah, you know he's gonna go to Washington. He's gonna do this. No, that, that that I don't think that's happening at all. Not I don't just, ever think just. that's happening. And I listen to people like Keim who aren't necessarily, they are plugged into the team, but they don't necessarily have the sources, but I'd rather believe them than someone on Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Who's talking shite. Um, John <laughs> Keim has said from day Crap, one, man. there's been no smoke about Bill Belichick at all.
1: I mean, why would so, you? Why you mean, to be fair. I mean, oh yeah, you know, this guy's a great coach. He's done won so many Super Bowls. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, no. Tom Brady, Tom Brady won them. Tom Brady won those things and <laughs> yeah. papered over the cracks of what Belichick was doing. Like, don't get me wrong, his defense has always been pretty good, and that's what he is—he's a defensive minded coach. I get yeah. it. So you could say, well, you know, he did well with the defenses and blah blah blah. Okay, but as we've seen since Tom's gone, he's been he's been nothing. He hasn't even five hundred. He hasn't been even a five five hundred rated for the um records for the last two years. So you know these guys—they're not—they're not—they're not all that, you know. So for me, um, he should, like Bill, I, mean, I was—you know—seventy or sixty. Is he? He's yeah, just 70, on, man.
0: He's seventy, or yeah, I think? Man. Getting on, man.
1: So I mean, I, I think mean, Pete Carroll's the, the, the oldest. But I mean, yeah, I was I mean, going to say
0: like, the, the the shocker for me was Pete Carroll going in this at the Seahawks. Yeah,
1: I it? was shocked as well. I didn't think he was. Is his, his ass was on the hot seat? I didn't. think Not he at all. Was, no, um, not at all. I think they're just that enough. I think they just want a, a different voice in there. He's been there a long time
0: as well. So 14 years he's been there. And the I same, mean, that is a, a so
1: long, long time. As a head coach, you jobs. the Patriots, um, you're losing your superstar head coaches because they're getting old and they're just not good enough anymore and a little bit outdated for today's NFL. Yeah. So you bring in a new stud. But the problem is, are the fans going to give him the time to turn it around? Because you've got to change everything in the system. You can't just plug yourself in and go, oh, this sounds good. You know, the way Belichick did things, even though he's not there anymore. You know, you've got to do it your own way and your own, uh, like everything across the board. So it's it, it's it's a, the big jobs, them two, really big jobs. And I don't think rookies really should be going to them teams. They should be so going. I- I experience. think
0: I I think I know where they're going. So I think Rabel, who is at the Texan uh, at the Titans, he will end up at the Patriots because he's, he's he's the he he was at the Pats and he's played for the Pats. Long so time. hello, that's that that makes sense. And, yeah. and Dan Quinn going back to the Seahawks is yeah because yeah. yeah, he can he knows that system as well and the system that he will play on defense won't be different to what Pete Carroll would have, you know seen on offense of so the playbook isn't going to be that much different. So for them, I think them two will go there. But out of all of them openings, I honestly think we are the highest and the best opening because the roster machinations that we've got, 26 players out of contract gone. A whole turnover of a roster. You're a rookie head coach, you're gonna get time under Josh. You're gonna kn- he knows this is a rebuild and it's a successive period of going one, two, three years. Let's step up, let's step up, let's step up. Fans have just gotta be patient. This is not necessarily gonna be a Houston Texans where you get the guy in, you get the quarterback in, and oh look, bang, we've we're in the yeah, playoffs. I mean, what people what have see, to remember you know, is that they are in a shit division.
1: Yeah, initial, but also, what you got to think about with the Texans, Texans have actually done a lot of good things over the past three, four years, you know. Oh, yeah. They've been near the bottom all the time, sure, but what they've been doing, they've been getting quality pieces in the draft. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, they started off with getting Laramie Tunsil, to be fair. I mean, and that, they, that cost them like yeah. three, three first rounders something crazy yep. to get him from Miami. You know, and ridiculous money at like twenty twenty two mil per year. Then we're talking four years ago here. You? Mm-hmm. you know, so the guy's on serious wedge, but he is a lockdown, left tackle. That's what you want. You want these, you pay premium money for premium players. And then when it came to the draft, offensive line. Yeah. Receivers who are lightning fast. All of them are lightning fast. I can catch a ball, deep ball. Yeah. Th- then you plug in. And loads of don't forget loads of good players on defense that I can't remember. Top made was really good there, but yeah, I can't
0: remember. I can't remember the guy who's the rookie that they traded in for this last season. He was he's brilliant as well. He was really and good. And then what did he do? and then then he dropped the quarterback in. You can throw a good deep ball,
1: yeah, Boom. you know what I mean. So you know, it's um, and and Tank Dell was lighting the league up. Tank Dell was brilliant. One oh, absolute year. find. I mean, I mean, fair play to Kyle. Kyle bought him, he to did me, you know, my attention did. At the start a long time ago. Um, shout Ryan out Robert, to the watching his tape. When I started watching Tank Dell's tape on was like, dang man, this guy's good, and they got him in the third round. I mean, you know, oh, no, crazy. honestly, man, it's an absolute steal, and that's it. and And this is the thing that you need you need those type of quali- quality quality digits, and then you drop the quarterback in. That's what Ron was supposed to do, but didn't give us the actual p- quality players before dropping in shitty Carson Wentz. You know what <laughs> I mean? I know, yeah. So that's the that's the problem. We didn't get it right with the with the head coach, and also. The previous head coach before D'Amico Ryans, you know, they brought in the, the building blocks to really push on. And if the quarterback was good, they were going to get to where they are now, which is actually, you know, a playoff spot. So,
0: yeah. So, um, so, so do I'm you genuinely that. believe now, then, scouts, that we are 100% going quarterback at two? Or because Ben Johnson knows Sam Howe and has worked with him in the past, does he retread and stick with Sam Howe? For
1: me, it has to be. It has to be their choice in quarterback. It really does. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if they, if I think I mentioned it in our group chat, but you, you have as an organization, you have to be a hundred percent in, all in on the quarterback. Everybody's on the same page. This is the guy. This is the guy we want to be the real deal. If it is somehow fine, if somehow you, you believe in that, if Peters believes in that. Do head coach Ben Johnson believes in that, and you're all together. None of this little shitty bits like leaking shit out saying, "Well, I was the only sole voice of against it." You know what I mean? No, everyone's all in on quarterback. Now, okay, if it isn't somehow, it isn't somehow. I'm realistically, it probably won't be. Okay. Yeah. Um. So when you are drafting at this not at this number, and the quality of quarterback that is there, this is this isn't bloody, you know, Mitchell. What's his Jimmy name? Bisky. Yeah, yeah, Trubisky's and all that type of crap. You know, where There's only one good quarterback and the rest of them are a waste of time. Yeah. It, this isn't that draft. You've got three, even four quality quarterbacks. To be fair, probably six quality quarterbacks, but not really ones that you would go, oh, I'll pick you at two. Do you know what I mean? No, Bo Nix is a good one, second round. Uh, I mean, I think P Nix is probably going to be top of the first, second round, sorry. you know, um, Where but- do you put JJ McCarthy? JJ McCarthy, again, another one who is he was good, but he's not great. He's yeah, he's not on it, mate. For me, if he was in the Kenny Pickett group, he probably would have been number one. Yeah. But obviously, but this is he's probably top. He's probably like the sixth or the fifth, maybe. Um, but those guys won't be high top first rounds. they would be like 32nd or into the second round, those guys that we just mentioned. You know, the main boys, as we've Williams. already mentioned, it's the Caleb Williams, it's the, it's the Drake Mays, you know, Jay Daniels. Daniels. Um, I mean, to that's the most, it. Yeah, and that's, that's really it. top. Yeah, three, three. really. I mean, th- those should be going probably the first four to five picks, those three guys. Oh,
0: So there's some offensive do linemen this, that are falling. Do you think Chicago won't go quarterback? Yeah, I don't either. I think I, – I, 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 I. do you think they trade out? Because the draft basically is going to roll around Chicago now. It's going to roll around what are Chicago doing. Some There's going to be a team that wants to trade out of there – I mean, honestly, if Justin Fields is on the block, do you take him?
1: Well, again, that that is another option. I mean, it all depends on what what Chicago are thinking about doing. Now, the thing is here, the In Cunningham situation. There you go. He will know exactly their game plan. True. So you will know You will know. Yeah, we're going to go fit. We're going to go quarterback or we're going to trade out or you see what I mean. So he'll, he'll have a really good idea. Okay, he's not going to tell us at this moment until we hire him. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? If, if but, we hire him, if yeah, we hire if him, yeah. yeah. Excuse me. But yeah, man, I mean, I think, I think personally, it is, it is you can win midfields. You really can, you know. Simple as that,
0: um, you know. He's, he's coming to his fifth year. It's fourth year at the moment, is it?
1: Fourth, coming to his fourth yeah, or fifth year now. He,
0: he's coming into his. This is we need to pick the fifth year option up. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So if they trade him this year, they got to take the fifth year option. Mm-hmm. by may have like that.
0: So. And his his market rate rate according to spot spot track is forty six million per year. What per year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to be paying that. I mean, but
1: can you win with a Justin Fields? Yes, you can. You can win with a guy like that. His, his arm talent is getting... You can see it's getting better. He's making better decisions. He knows what he's doing with the ball when he throws it. Just need to give him the weapons. Agreed. So Until so- this year, he didn't have any weapons until DJ Moore came along. Didn't have anyone on Cole Komet. That's all he had. So um, deep ball was, was non-existent because he didn't have any guys.
0: Um, so the, li- the last little bit of news here, we've got opponents for 2024 is locked in. Uh, We have obviously the NFC East rivals, home and away, Dallas, New York and Eagles. We have the Bears, the Panthers, the Falcons, the Steelers, the Browns and the Titans at home. Uh, And then away we have the Ravens, the Saints, the Cardinals, the Bengals and the Bucks. This year we have an extra home game. So it's nine home games. Um, The AFC have eight this year. And it's obviously each year it, it swaps over. Um, So that's our opponents. And also dropped this morning um, was the NFL Europe games were announced. Um, Very disappointing to us um, in Commander's Land, um, especially those over this side of the pond uh, and those in Europe. We are not um, having a game so far, unless we are picked in Sao Paulo, Brazil. (laughs) I really hope not, but it is (laughs) what it is. Um, So in Munich um, at the Allianz Arena, but home of Bayern München, um, it is the Panthers. And then at Wembley, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars as part of their deal, um, which they have a 10-year deal with Wembley Stadium, um, funnily enough. And uh, London, the London games at Spurs, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, we have the Bears and the Vikings. The Vikings were there last year as well. In fact, this season they were here um, playing. So, interesting. The Vikings are back in town again. I'm not impressed with this London Games this year at all. Um, I'm probably going to take my wife to the Jags game because I have to. That's what we do. What we do when she's a Jags when she's a Jags fan. So I, I don't like sleeping in the car. So uh, yes, Karen we'll be going to the Jags game. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it, mate. Really. I mean, what's your thoughts on the Europe Games? Happy about it? Not happy about? It? I know no, you went I mean, to one this year. Not so, happy so.
1: about it. I mean, the thing is, we didn't. I think balls mentioned it in our in our group chat. You know, we, we we tend to forget that a new head coach means they can't play international.
0: Oh yeah, of course it does. Same
1: yeah. same thing with hard knocks. It's hard knocks, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's the problem. So, you know, if Ron was still here, we probably would have been a home team in London or Munich, probably. Um, so yes, yeah, so we missed out on a international game because of that. And I c I can't see us being I'm hoping maybe next year they might make, because obviously we've had to make a concession this time around. Yeah. Fell after because of new, new ownership and new, and and new um, head coach. Well, it'd it'd be nice if you were in a
0: way, it'd be nice if you were the away team as well. So then nobody misses out state side of a, of a game because as we've seen, it's eight games at home next year. Um, So this year we've got the extra game at home. So um, if it goes back one, not ideal. Um, I mean, we'll get into it then, scouts. We'll finish off with our fan questions. As always, no Scouse's sizzle this week, which I did want um you to go through, but there's not a lot yeah. to sizzle about. So um, we'll yeah, go through whole, our questions. Whole team shit, it team needs to rebuild. That's, that's <laughs> all it needs to be said. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, it's true. Uh, we'll, we'll go through our sizzle then. Uh, our sizzle? Our fan questions even. Um, and there's loads today. Um, so thank you, because obviously you've been on IR. I think everyone's just saved their questions. So thanks for getting in touch with yeah. us. So Scott G's first question, he asked is it the NFL's mission to screw us UK boys over? Um, we've just discussed that really. No, I don't think it is. I think you just like the dollars from us and we're happy to come across and see you. I mean, I know Burroughs is already talking about, um, you know, the, the first game of the season next year, home opener. A home opener I might not go to this year. Um, I might try and get one maybe later in the year. I, I don't know. I don't know yet. Or it might be home opener. Not 100% um not 100% certain yet but we'll we'll see we'll see and um, we'll see what happens um what are you what about you are you looking at home opener again possibly or not sure i'm not sure at the moment um normally it, it's
1: always it's always a good time to go why cuz all the all the the fan excitement's open all the rest of it you know so it's always quite nice the first game just because of that and the weather's reasonably nice as well, usually. yeah. That's true. That's I know, true. Yeah, it, I know yeah, it rains yeah. a bit, but it's quite warm, it's quite pleasant, you know. So, um, so that's another thing. Where I plus, actually,
0: it's, it's probably better The reason, we, you know. So, it's it's probably better that we do go actually because we've not seen them lose yet. So, on a home opener, that's what I mean, so... we're,
1: we're they good luck, champ. But if we right. go like, the, the season and we're like four, yeah. eight, 15, you know, whatever it is,
0: <laughs> four, <laughs> 13, <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah four, yeah, yeah, or four,
0: and 12 at that point, and then we just get smoked again. Nah, yeah, wait, yeah, not worth the money. Um, yeah. So Richard Cameron's asked here, do you, he says, do you reckon EB will still be in Washington at the start of the new season? And with the DC role also up for grabs, do you have any initial preferences of who you'd like to get the job? So we'll, we'll, we'll get into the EB bit first. I mean, for I me, mean, yeah, he's he, he, EB should be gone. Um, he bet on himself and he failed. Um, we've talked about his... Lack of adjustments, he's making you know changes too late, um, and, and stubbornness and and the system just hasn't worked out this year. I mean, what are your thoughts on EB Scouts? I know where you're gonna go with this, but yeah. You <laughs> yeah, tell I mean, the world. <laughs> he's been trash, man. I mean, he really has. I mean, you can you could talk about
1: oh, you know, he's he scheming this, or he's always scheming the tight ends Oh, but no, mate, he's not scheming anything. He just this guy doesn't have a real plan. He has his 15 play script at the start and just plays it play by play, hoping to God that it works. And nine out of 10, it doesn't work. And then he's like, shit, what we do now? And he just doesn't, he doesn't change, he doesn't change from that, you know? He doesn't change from that. And he, he set Howell up so many times to fail. I mean, you no know, shotgun on third and ones. What do you, and then, and then calling a run play? Like, like, what are you doing? You know, it's just stupidity type uh, play calls. And that's not helped Sam. That's actually ruined his confidence. I think Sam's confidence is is shot, um, and it's going to take a long time to get it back. Personally, um, yeah, Eb man, for me, just needs to be gone. He's um, he sucks. He sucks. He needs so, to go. Um, you can go. You can go back to um, Kansas City. Kansas City with you know tail between his
0: legs. Back as an assistant. See you later. So the second part of the question was, obviously, do you have any early front runners and preferences for the um, DC job? I mean, obviously, whoever we get in as GM um, is going to have to make that decision of who the head coach will be. And I, I would probably say, let's let the head coach make the decision of who the coordinators are. And that's what sensible people would do. If you have the choice of the people who are obviously on the hiring carousel, if they really want out any of them DCs who are, uh, on the the head coaching carousel, or were interviewing for the head coaching job, I mean, you know, let's let's think about it. The that you know, Mike, what's Mike McDonald doing at the Ravens? Does he want to go back to Baltimore? Does he want to just travel a little bit down the Beltway?
1: <laughs> as a
0: head, um, as as a DC, there's no point, is there? No, but it depends what you're offering, money wise, doesn't it? You know, cash is king.
1: Um do but, yeah, to Well, me... if you are offering trouble their money, maybe you might come over. But besides that, you're really unlikely you're going
0: to get a lot. I think on... it's unlikely. Yeah, I think it's unlikely. Especially when I'm they're really like unlikely.
1: probably one of the best teams in the NFL at the moment, the Ravens. So they are. They um, are. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, they,
0: they, they, they might. Football. They might. They might win the Super Bowl. Who yeah.
1: knows? I, they could. Go, they, could go, they could go all the way. The AFC is not as strong as it was, and and they are pretty strong to be fair. So. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, for me, I've not really looked into them um, who should be our DC because no, I haven't got a clue. Because usually, if yeah, if you're going to hire one of the defensive defensive guys that you've mentioned before, they're going to be the DC, you know, as as in head coach. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. McDaniel, for example, they'll call the plays, yeah. He's, he's going to be the core call play caller, he's going to implement his defensive system scheme. So, so you wouldn't need a, a true defensive coordinator at that point. You might have like an assistant, sure, but not a big name. Whereas for me, I'm looking at Ben Johnson. So I want Ben Johnson in, but, but he's offense. So EB means that means EB's gone, but I've not really looked into kind of pure good defensive, defensive coordinators yet. I've not looked into that yet, who would be ready to step up because I don't think you're going to get a lateral move guy coming across. I just don't think
0: he will. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think there will be changes obviously still to the – lower end of the coaching staff, you know, there's going to be uh, positional coaches moved on. There's going to be, you still got the Martys in the building. They're going to get moved on. So there's going to be a lot of change um, and it's going to be sweeping change and it's going to be very quick. But, um, you know, as I think JP Finley said, someone's got to put the lights on. You know what I mean? I, I get I get where he's coming from with that completely. Um, just a couple more questions then. So Ed, Ed Helski, uh, Mr. Ed on Twitter, he asks what are we going to take what's it going to take to fix this commander's mess of a football team
1: well start at the top and i think mm-hmm. and i think josh is doing all the right steps he should be doing in the time that he's he's been allowed to have so far so he's doing the right things he's going to get one of these highly sought after gms who obviously know what they're doing. They've been around a long time. Adam Peters. People are talking about him, and we're talking about agency. Agents are talking about him, saying this guy's amazing. One of the best, mm. best people to actually deal with. And and at the moment he's an assistant. See what I mean? And everyone loves the guy. So yeah. and we're talking agents. That's going to help us a lot when we're trying to get players coming over from like you know free agency. You know, if Peters is the guy, already, that that's going to put us at a higher level straight away. Because we're going to be able to get guys who aren't going to rip us off. We're going to get guys who aren't just mercenaries. We're going to get guys who want to win. You actually want it and and take maybe even team friendly deals at times, uh, which yeah, we've never had that for a long, long time. You know, <laughs> Pats, remember Pats when they used to win everything? They got yeah. ridiculously stupid, like low money. We're thinking, yeah, that's the kind of things that Peters could probably pull out of the bag once in a while. So, you know, Peters would be would be great, again another great hire, and I think you start there. If he's the GM as well, great, fair play. Start there and then and then get your head coach. You, you've got to start from the top and let these guys work. As Josh Harris, once he's hired these guys, once he's done, once he's got all that done, all I want him doing is signing the checks and that's it. I don't want him doing anything else. So management, upper management like that, ownership, stay out of it. Let these guys cook, let them do their own work, let, let them go from there and give them time to actually do it and implement what they need to do. Um, root out all the, all the baddies that we don't want anymore. You know, from you no know, maybe bad bad um, you know attitudes or whatever, whatever. Get rid of all those guys. I'm a talking staff here, not just players. And then let these guys start full on fresh. And I think, and I say, just give these guys time. Mm. That's the key. We have to get. We have to be. I know we we say we've been patient, and we kind of have because we've obviously put up with a lot of shift for the last twenty odd years. The problem is that these guys haven't been here 20 or years. They've been here not even 20 minutes. See what I mean? So it, those things, you've got to give these guys the, the time to kind of see the in progress, because at the moment we're not going to see real progress. Yeah, we're going to see a new team, and some of it's going to be good, some of it's going to be bad. Inconsistent is always the first thing that happens when you bring a new new team together, you know? You know so that takes time to build chemistry, subconscious chemistry as well, you know? So... And thousands of reps and doing it over and over again the right way, the proper ways. So and I don't mean the Ron Rivera proper way. I'm talking the real ways of actually doing it probably. And you know, I think um but, but onto a winner. I really, I really do. I really not believe I
0: believe onto a winner at this moment. Yeah, I agree with you. I think so too. Um, a few more questions then. So Commander Viscount's put um a couple of questions in. He says, Do we offload John Allen in the off-season and for how much? Well. It's made a lot of noise, um, yeah. and I mean,
1: you can tell he's he he's not happy. But I think he's not happy because he doesn't. He wants a new contract after before the season started. Yeah, I and mean, we didn't offer him one because now he's got no guaranteed money left on his on his deals. You see, so like everybody, every, every player only gives a shit about the, the the guaranteed money, not the actual potentials. Oh, so, of course. So. That's the problem with John Allen. I think if you, if you offered him a new deal today, he'd sign it. Um, as long as would you seen... would would you offer him a new deal? I, would I do at the moment? I probably wouldn't. To be fair, mm-hmm. I think we've got a couple of good youngsters there. Or Ridgeway. Um, we still got pain. And Mathis, you know, Mathis, Mathis, Mathis is, is still there. there yeah. Much but Mathis if he gets himself actually in football shape because I don't think he actually is. Um, you know these guys can be useful for us. Yeah, we need Ned rusher. Yes, yeah, sure. You know that's something we need to hit the free agency, personally. Um, but Brian Burns, that's who I'd go for. But again, he costs you a lot of money. But to be fair, he probably take no enough anything to get out of the Panthers. Do you know what you that pretty ridiculous um, organization. But but you yeah, I take it.
0: Uh, would you Would you take it? Do you think he can garner a second?
1: You'd be lucky. You'd be lucky because I think you're, you're going to get a third. I think you're going to yeah. get third. Yeah, I mean, that, that's probably all you're going to get, really. You think, oh, John Allen, he's one of the best D tackles. Well, yeah, but the thing is, his contract, contract situation changes what he's worth to the other does. teams. So he's going to go, well, you trade me, fine, but you, I need to sign a new deal before I play anywhere. So mm-hmm. and it yeah. all depends on how much he wants. If he wants ridiculous money, that makes, our, makes it w- even worth less, as in our pick, what we can probably yeah. get for him. So it just depends, really. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think realistically,
0: that's uh,
1: ended at like a late second, probably third rounder, personally.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. It's pretty clever. Um, but... it is really so. So, is his next question founder at Viscounts? Is imagine you're the GM and want Caleb Williams. How much draft capital are you prepared to use to trade up to one? Now, this is the question we were just talking about before, Scouse. Because, in all honesty, is someone trading out? of one, because obviously Commander Viacom must think that they're sticking with fields and that someone's going to trade, trade up um, to take the number one pick overall. I'm not sure I would. I'm really not sure I would. Caleb Williams, again, yes, he's a local guy. Has it worked in the past with local guys? I don't know. Um, The other thing is, he's, he's a bit of a diva. He's a bit of a, you know, there was the the whole hoo ha about I want percentages in the team that I'm drafted to. <laughs> Hasn't even declared for the NFL yet, which is the other thing. He's making about eight million pounds a year or eight million dollars a year at the moment because of the NIL deal. How much? Eight million. Yeah. Well, no, a lot this guy doesn't want to come to the NFL. So it's really difficult. I think that Chicago could stay, Pat. They could stay with the number one and take Marvin Harrison Jr. They could, you know, they but and because again, the problem you've got available. is they're if they go, All of if they go, they if yeah they are, if they go back and they go yes we'll trade. Let's just say it's the Raiders at eleven. What are you realistically going to take at eleven? Because you're not going to get the offensive lineman that you, that, you, that they don't actually need because they've got a decent enough O line. Yes, you might need a right tackle, but honestly, I don't think they need to upgrade on the O line. The only issue they have is putting weapons around Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So you, Marvin yeah, Harrison has gone. If you, I mean, do you, do you take uh, do, 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 do you take the second best receiver? Is a Doze there, the guy from Washington? Um, I don't know if he's there at eleven. He might be there.
1: He probably will be there at eleven. He probably will be there at eleven, maybe.
0: Or, or do they do, do they go to four with Atlanta and go? You know what? I'm going to trade there. This is this me. is the are, is, yeah uh, exactly. This is the mind games that they're going to. That we're gonna yeah, we're gonna and we're get all through.
1: Gonna be second guessing them and the gms uh, teams gonna second guess them
0: and this is why they can drive you insane sometimes but so if- I, I honestly think if we get if we get ben johnson as our head coach we will take Drake, may early think Drake yes maybe. because yeah because he's then got the north carolina um connection everything is yeah. there for north carolina he's coached him before he knows what he's there for. He knows Sam Howell's game as well. He knows how he works, so he can look at that and say, "I have got two quarterbacks who I know can rely, I can rely on, and can play in my system."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's nothing wrong with Drake May. I think he's a really, really good quarterback. I can't remember the guy. I'll find who I'll find who it is on Twitter, and I, and I will I will tweet it out to everybody. But there was a seven minute film breakdown of Drake May, and when you break it down, this guy's. Properly going through and analytically, this is the, the the arm movement. This is what you see in downfield. This is how he makes that throw. It it was incredible, and I thought, do you know what? Oh, yeah, that, you're that, right. that,
1: was that for Fields? Was it? Was that for Fields?
0: No, no, no. It was it was for Drake,
1: May. Oh, Drake, May. Okay, right, right. So I was like, you know what? Let's yeah. chase Daniel. Do that for um for Justin Fields. Oh, what's it called? Um, Yam just mentioned on the YouTube. Um, okay, I've, I've had a couple of messages on there from Yam and uh, a couple of messages from Deluxe as well. Oh well, hello, both of you. But Yams mentioned now that Ben Johnson's now down to two to one to be the commander's
0: next head coach. Wow, yeah, that is. So, I mean, it's it's not worth putting your money on now. No, nice man. It's nice. It's nice. So, um
1: I just think um, yeah, man. I think I'd say everything's on the up for us here, man. As long as you make, as long as these guys make the right choice, because all the owner can do is if he stays out the way is to hire the GM and let the GM work. So if um obviously from a fan perspective and from what we've seen from these past guys' resumes, the two guys that are gonna be, you know, Peters or Cunningham, these guys look like they're ready to step up to be the real deal. And if they are the real deal, then we're only gonna keep going up and up and up. You know, because we can't get any worse. Let's face it. You know, we're number two in the draft. Do you know what I mean? So we can't get any we can't get any worse. So let's see how it goes. I mean, I think Jan mentions as well, he likes May, but he's he's but May is a bit vanilla sometimes. But I yeah. understand
0: where he's coming from. I completely yeah. understand where he's coming from. I mean, Caleb Williams is this generational talent, and I'm not dismissing Caleb Williams at all, so please don't take my comments I mentioned before by saying he's a little bit of a diva. He is an unbelievable player, but we hear the term every year, generational quarterback, and because we haven't found that yet, especially in the time I've supported them, even the time you're, you supported them, Scouts, every YouTuber out there who's doing this for the commander, no one has seen a quarterback. That is that you could viably say is a franchise dude. Maybe you could argue Kirk Cousins. You could argue RG three, but not really. But again, you can't. Do that was one year. You know? I know it's one year. But how good it you, was! You can't. You can't. I mean, I've, I've seen people on. Yeah. I've seen people on Twitter arguing now that Peyton Manning had worse stats than Sam Howell. Well, he did. He In did. A, it's it's fact, season factually season. factually yes, he did. But it's a totally different situation. Yeah, so, so exactly Sam, Sam the is, pick. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Sam isn't, and, the and end, then, Sam. Days,
1: then these, then these quarterbacks got time. Yeah, they did. You don't get time anymore. They you expect to hit it, the quarterback? It, 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 it's exactly it, Scouse. It's it's what have you done for me lately, isn't it? Yeah, and that's exactly that, and that's the problem with, with the NFL today. Yeah, um, you know that's why it's so impressive what CJ Stroud's done. But I'm real. But. As I say, normally, normally every rookie quarterback comes in tends to struggle. Besides these gimmick offenses, you know the RG threes and but even then that was well eleven years ago now, twelve years ago. Yeah, no, it was. Oh, no, it's a long time ago now. Those things. So, you know, you, you then days you'd get more time. You even like Kirk Cousins. If Kirk Cousins came out now today, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't get a shot because he was god awful for the first like two yeah. one and a half seasons. He was shite. You so never, never would have got a shot. Again, he would have been out the door or he'd be a backup somewhere and wouldn't be earning any money. you know. True. So, nowadays, you've got to be these superstars or you've got, to, you've got to be able to hit the ground running fast one season and then you, that's it. You've got to be on it straight away. Otherwise, you know, you're going to be losing your job
0: because but, the team will but, just hire another quarterback. Just and they, they will indeed, you're right. And that's why it's good to have the stability of the ownership group that we've got at the moment in Josh Harris to understand that actually, yeah, you know, we're going to be okay here, we're going to be fine. And it's going to take a two to three year rebuild. And we're going to build it as we've spoke about before. Well, that about does us scouts, really, that is our questions. Um, that is our fan questions. If you submitted a fan question, we really appreciate you doing that. Um, I hope I haven't missed anyone out. If I have, I apologize profusely. Um, I don't think so, but yeah, first time live on YouTube. Hope this has worked out on YouTube. Yeah, Apologies probably, if you're if you're listening to this. it be awful. Oh, it probably will be. But if you if you if you're listening to this on the download on the podcast, I apologise for the start of this because obviously we're tinkering with it. But we will get used to it. Going to go live again next Thursday in your feed. So uh, please join us if you can. Thanks, everybody. Bye thank you for listening to the one point safety show you can find us on all major podcast apps apple spotify and google please subscribe to the podcast and if you'd be kind enough please leave us a five star review you can find us both on twitter at scouseandy 20 and at scottyh 84 we hope you can join us again for another episode of the one point safety show thanks everybody